Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode, 10 Random Questions with Deathlehem. The feedback was great. (laughs) The people that listened to it seemed to really enjoy it. People were sharing it around. Um, I'm glad you liked it. We're going to do another one sometime soon. I don't know with who. And even if I did know, I wouldn't tell you because it would ruin the point. But anyways, for those of you out there who have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about because this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. Thanks for coming by. Feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. My friend Bob is on the show today. And for those of you who don't already know him, he is an artist who lives in Pittsburgh and does stuff underneath the name Dirty Art. His work is a lot of aerosol, stencil-based stuff, uh, and kind of like graffiti-related things. And naturally, that's kind of what we're going to talk about today is his art. We're going to talk about graffiti art in general, outside of graffiti, you know, just how he got into it, gonna compare his story with mine, trade some history, (laughs) and, uh, you know, we're also gonna get into art as a business, and the things that go into that, as far as, uh, selling your artwork, making prints, commission work, doing things for people, and relating it to how, music works as a business too because you know painting and music are both art forms and yeah we're gonna talk about that uh you know we'll also get into you know finding the uh confidence to keep pushing against the odds dealing with the haters which when you're working in a any type of community that's even loosely associated with graffiti you're gonna deal with a ton of haters so that's something that we're gonna talk about how he works through that and yeah I think that's a good a good summary of what's going on there'll be a lot more in the conversation if you actually listen to it so you should probably do that you should probably stick around sit back relax and hey Let's start the motherfucking beat. Alright. I think this will be good. Alright, cool. Alright, cool. I think we got it. So, um, you started doing art. I guess we should probably just start from, right. we'll start, we'll start fresh. Right. Artwork. That's yes. That's your thing. That's, that's my thing. And you told me before that mm. it's pretty much all you've really been doing since you were younger. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I had, uh, I had a lot of art lessons growing up. My next door neighbor was an art teacher. I'd go over there and she just showed me how to really pay attention to lines instead of the picture. Oh, cool. And then, uh. From there, I went to college and got into an argument with my uh, college uh, teacher and called her a fucking Nazi. And <laughs> Where'd you go? Where? What art school? Uh, well, it was actually community college. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it was more like 13th grade. So. Sure, sure, sure. So I just I didn't like the word she was saying, and she didn't like what I uh, the one picture I drew, and I called her fucking Nazi and bounced. Art teachers are really difficult. I never had a good experience with an mm-hmm. art teacher. Like, I didn't do any uh, art stuff after high school. But all throughout high school, that's all I fucking wanted to do. This was before the music thing, you know? Well, it, it, they're all opinionated and, and you can't, sure. really, it, it's it's hard to grade someone's vision. It, it, like it, it might look like a piece of shit. However, they put a lot of thought into it. And it, it's like, I don't know, look at some of the old paintings like Picasso, like, it, like just little scribbles. And now they, I mean, it's worth so, so much money. I mean, it's dead too, but I mean, there's a lot more to it than just scribbles. The problem with art teachers, I feel, is that they're evaluating you based on their talents 
and like their opinions. Oh, absolutely. Abs- uh, that's absolutely. I mean, it's uh, you you got to look in and see where that person is as a student on their talents. You got to grade them on on how they're progressing, not how you expect them to progress, because it all comes to you at different uh, at, at different points. I think. Yeah. So we'll for- fast forward a bit. We're gonna kind of go to where you're at now. Then I'm gonna like assemble some pieces together. So now you're doing a lot of like aerosol based art. Yeah, that's actually all I do now is all aerosol. Um, I've gone away from acrylics. I've gone. I add some paint marker for some uh, some detail, but it's all aerosol. How did you get into that style of stuff? Did you have like a a a mischievous background as a youth uh, with, uh, with aerosol cans uh, or was it just like a, a medium that you were attracted to on a more uh, artistic level I, I i'd like to say i was uh i was a a real mischievous kid with a can i mean i i wasn't a tagger i wasn't a bomber i i like i played with it and i i'd write uh like fuck school or something <laughs> okay. on, on on a bridge something real stupid but, yeah uh the way it really came down to it is i have a, a friend that's also an artist and, and we always talk and, and go over stuff like our sketches or our paintings and and he basically was like dude you should start doing stencils because you paint in a stencil way and i was like well i really don't want to i want to freehand everything like i want to be that artist like that freehands everything okay and then i was like you know what i'm gonna give it a try and from there i just started building up on layers and, and and just spraying like crazy and now my garage is filled with empty spray cans and, and I got, I got a whole arsenal of just, just colors now. Okay. You do a lot of stuff that's, uh, based around like hip hop culture. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love the, I love hip hop culture. Where did that come from? That came from as a kid, like, like no joke. Uh, one of, aside from, uh, 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 the Beach Boys tape, which I I, I, I bought that. I, I I only wanted that because there was girls in thongs on it, like in bikinis. So. Oh yeah, sure. And, and and my pops was a huge Beach Boys fan, but my first cassette tape was "Licensed to Ill" by okay. the Beastie Boys, and I just remember hearing Paul Revere, and it was just like sticking in my mind. And e- like even now, when I hear it, it takes me back to like not like eighty eight, eighty nine when I got it, and it, it just it's like a simpler time for me and from there it just going from the beastie boys krs1 public enemy and like i remember telling my mom 911 is a joke and she's wondering like what the fuck is this <laughs> is this kid talking about so i mean it, it i mean that's where it all comes from as a kid i mean i i grew up in probably one of the most whitest neighborhoods in it, around and where'd you grow up uh it was in north huntington oh jeez yeah and and it was it, to me, it was like a sheltered neighborhood that it was missing out on a huge, huge culture mu- movement. Did you have any other friends as you got into like maybe like middle school, high school that were into like the underground hip hop shit or into art shit or graffiti shit? Uh, I, 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 I had a friend, Scott, that was an amazing artist, too. Uh, uh, he, he was in the in, in the hip hop, too, and a, l- a little bit of metal to, uh, as well. Uh, but growing up, I had a friend, Ryan, that was always uh in the hip-hop like i was and and uh he tried to rap and thing and, and he was uh, actually a really great artist too so him and i used to just bounce each other sketchbooks like i'd have a black book he'd have a black book and at the time they were just shitty drawings but it was so fun yeah, doing it 100 percent. i had a ton of friends all throughout middle school and high school that mm-hmm. drew and that was like all I did. That was all they did. And we were into graffiti, like super fucking heavy. And I mean, like, this is like 16, 17. And then like, once I turned like 18, 19, I started getting like a job and I was like out of high school and my mom kicked me out. And like, it was like, man, I can't fuck around with this graffiti shit anymore. Yeah. And then like life kind of uh, changed and I, music was always my first love. And I found a way to make music through, like, making beats and stuff. And then, like, I just kind of got caught up in music and fell out of graffiti, which was, like, what was really holding me onto art. Well, see, I wish I would have gotten more into the graffiti scene just because, like, uh, growing up in the 80s, like, that's when the move, like, when I feel the movement was really going. I mean, like, because I, like, there's so many people, like, seeing, like, just watching Wild Style and and, and Style Wars and and seeing all all those guys. 
progressing the way they did. Like, I wish I would have been a part of that. Sure. Because, like, I'm I'm 34, so I'm okay. I'm I'm a little older than you, probably. Yeah. Uh, how old are you? I'm 29. Yeah. So, like, I got a few years on just on you, and it's like, I look back on it. I wish I would have changed things around and and went with my passion rather than like what people told me. Like, you have to do, you have to go to college, you have to do this. Well, I think it's. I think there's a couple things. Like, for one, like when I started writing, I was 13, and uh, like, and it's like I grew up in Pittsburgh. So it's like, I think it's probably a lot different than being in like North Huntington where oh, there probably wasn't like a huge graffiti scene no, in North no, Huntington, you know what I mean? No, no, there actually wasn't I mean, like, wasn't I like grew up in Wilkinsburg, so. Oh, you, um, oh, you seen that every day. Yeah, like it was a natural thing for me to be, to kind of gravitate towards. But I even realized in the time when I was doing it, like it was kind of a joke. Right. Like none of us were really that good. Well, yeah, and, yeah but, but it was still like the the act of us doing it. Like we were like the, that that defined moment. The activity was like so much more crucial than like the outcome. And it's funny I think about it now, being twenty nine, thinking of if I think about like a fifteen year old kid underneath a bridge painting shit, I'm like. That sounds ridiculous. And I'm like, oh, wait, I was that fucking kid. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, even now, I, I, I skate out and I've uh, I've thrown up some tags and stuff like that. I mean, it, it's it's that just getting your name out there and, and just saying, like, hey, I did that. And yeah. Like, like I've, I've done it in some local places and stuff like that. But it's never... Like I, I haven't done a huge piece or anything like that that's illegal, and, and and which is true graffiti. I mean, like I'm still considered a toy, and like oh yeah, and, and I don't even care because uh, like we gotta learn somehow. I mean, the thing with me was I never had this like that ego trip that kind of comes with graffiti, oh, where it's like the getting your name up, getting your name up, this and that. I was always more attracted to it because of the art aspects of it. Uh, there's some wild pieces and, out there and there are and a lot of people don't give a shit about that and it, that was like i think the one thing that always intimidated me from really going full force into the graffiti world because i had a lot of friends that all they cared about was getting their name up and they moved on changed names got did some shit yeah. got into some shit yeah it was. and it's like and it's all like bullshit it's like we're arguing over names on stop signs and shit but, yeah, it's a, but I just don't. It's a status, though. That's, that's a, well. That's the thing. Is like I also I grew up in Wilkinsburg in the early '90s. That's like Bloods and Crips era. So it's like the gang mentality thing is not something I was attracted no, to. Yeah. See, I was never but part of that. Either. I liked uh, I liked the art aspects of it. So that was the thing that always stopped me from really going into it. Like as far as like being like a tagger going out all the time and stuff. I would just go to like chill spots and do like pieces and just like well i i think you could also tell a difference between a gang tag and 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 a writer's tag well there's some writers that treat shit like gangs we, with that's very, the thing i mean you don't want to go over someone's name that's that's been going like i actually when i wanted to start going out i on on instagram i follow uh the this one dude and and i seen some of his pieces out in my area and, and i was like hey man I want to I want to start hitting the streets, but I see that you have some pieces up. Is it cool if I go beside them and stuff like not covering them up? Because I didn't want to get into like a turf war. I mean, I'm yeah, I, I'm I'm thirty four. I'm, I'm thirty four. <laughs> what the fuck do you need to do this for? Yeah, yeah. It's like if I'm getting into a fight, it's got to be for a good reason, <laughs> yeah. not over no paint. I mean, that's yeah. that's not my style. So I mean, he was cool with it. He was just like, yeah, man, just don't go on top of this. Of, of anyone's and make sure you definitely don't go on top of a few of uh his friends that have passed and and, and oh I, sure yeah and, and i wouldn't do that i just felt you know what i'm going to show the respect on a real writer on when i'm trying to uh, i guess uh, develop more skills and, and and get my name out there because there's it's a whole different canvas working on a wall than it is on an actual canvas oh, dude totally because 100% like it's all about body movement and, and body control muscle memory and and just getting into it is just and wild. also dude so much has to do with like temperatures what the winds like that day how uh, like how porous the wall is yeah oh there's all uh, kinds uh, of crazy shit the kind uh, of paint you're using yeah it's and, nuts and, and and you got in my mind you got about seven minutes to get to get your throw up or your tag in before so someone comes by so oh yeah like, if we're uh, talking like a like a real public type thing yeah, yeah and, and and that's what i was doing i was trying to throw it up real fast and it turned out 
fucking horrible. But I mean, it's it, it's a way for me to learn. So and and he actually uh, messaged me back on a post that I did before on a wall that I I, I got permission to do. And he was like, they should have got a real graffiti writer. And I was like, I was like, oh, that's fucked up. And then I was like, like, I just put something on there because I just got done buffing it and stuff like that. And I'd explain to him, like, listen, I'm not, I'm not actually not a writer. I'm, I do this for fun. Yeah. yeah. There's, I think it's really hard for some people. Because, I mean, I guess, like, I have, uh, I've always had, like, multiple things I was into, you know, like. Multiple interests. Like, even when I was doing graffiti, it wasn't like, this is my fucking life. Mm. And for some people, it is their life, and they're going to take that shit real personally. And and I get that passion. And and I I can respect that passion, but at some point, you got to understand that someone else is trying to get up, too. And and going from there, it's like, instead of doing, I, I guess, a war or something like that, why not break it off and be like, all right, man, here's a small piece of the wall. I'll, I'll teach you some tips and tricks. And I actually had, um, a guy at my house, uh, ass fate. He, uh, he, he, he's actually a writer and and he's also uh, a hip hop artist. And and he was giving me all kind of details and, and on, on how, how to do stuff. He, I think he said it over in China, instead of calling them toys, they call them new writers. So people can tell, like, instead of being like, like, yeah, I think that's like that word "toy" just makes you feel like such yeah. a like a like a tool. Like, yeah, it, it, it really does. But I mean, if I I think the first step is knowing the status that you are in as that, and so that you can actually improve. Because if you come into it and everyone's telling you that your shit's fucking awesome, that's not going to help you build and and learn and and develop better skills. Yeah. I, it's like that that goes with anything you know like you need people to just kind of like be cool with you but not be a dick it's like new bands like i i play a ton of shows and there's always bands on the bill that that one band that you could say for lack of a better word they're toys yeah yeah but absolutely. it's like that's not the right if they if like if they're, they're playing a show or if you see an artist do something and they might not be executing it to the level that you feel is like professional or as good as it should be but you could see the passion you could see that they're really trying to do something creative yeah. and outside of the box build them up don't you break to, them yeah, down you need to support people it, like that yeah and it, like if it, it's so easy to tell when someone has passion with what they're doing yeah or if they're but, just trying to bite like copy something yeah and and that's and that's really like the thing that i don't like like it, like i go through instagram and i see a lot of people trying to duplicate or replicate banksy yeah, sure. I mean, I, I, I think, like, I've made my own stencils uh, on stuff, like, like that he did. Like, the guy with the uh, Kill, Kill Television. Uh-huh. I just think that's a dope design. So, like, I, I just did one uh, myself of it. So, that like, that's the only one. But I've seen people, like, totally bite off of his style. And, and not necessarily the stencil form, but almost the same message, the same picture. And it's like you could still do this and get a different message across without taking someone else's stuff. It's really hard when you have like somebody as prolific as Banksy. And if you're somebody that's really desperate for something, it's how can I put this for some people? They don't know how to like separate their like inspiration for something and like needing to emulate it. I don't know. Like some people, if they see something that they really, really like, they just need to like do it and they want to be a part of it. And they just end up copycatting it without even, maybe even like, I don't even think it's like with a, a bad intention. It's just it's, like, it's not, it, I, I, I think that's lack of creativity though. Yeah, right sure. There. Because it's it, it, like, like, like I've seen so, so much work that in, in tags, like between tags, throwies, uh, and, and also actual like artwork and stuff like that work. I look at the techniques instead of the actual piece to how, how to better myself. And because, I mean, we all can learn off of something. Yeah. And, and, and uh, like from the strangest, uh, I guess, avenues of, of, of aspects to uh, find like a new technique or, or something. I mean, it's real easy to learn off of. I had a friend in high school who didn't, this was when I was a senior by this point. So I'd already been writing for a few years and this kid um, I think he might have drawn a little bit, but he always expressed this interest in wanting to do graffiti. And he didn't like, he didn't follow up on anything. He wasn't going onto the forums and seeing pictures. He didn't have any sort of idea of what graffiti should look like or an own style. Yeah. And as a result, he ended up 
doing this stuff at first. I was like, you know, that's like kind of weird. I don't know, but I was always real supportive of him. And over like a really short time, like two years, he developed into like being one of the most unique graffiti writers I'd ever known because he didn't have any like predetermined ideas of how certain letters should look like or certain styles. Because there's certain like traits you can come across a lot in different like hand styles like how everybody always has like an arrow yeah or, like the, things uh, like that or, or, it's like or the king symbol yeah 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 like that kind of shit and it's like and like in his stuff he didn't have any of that it was all so weird and outside the box and it was really awesome it's, so it's like you need to like if you want to be an artist like a graffiti artist yeah. try to pull inspiration from things that aren't graffiti yeah I, I, absolutely know? i mean like uh you like i've looked at the way that i would do it is like I would print like an aerial font on on uh, just print it off the paper and just like just say it like an A and start coming off like like using like like different like uh, swivels and, and and arrows and stuff like that and just bringing the letters down and manipulating them that way and and try trying to figure out like off of something that's printed. Are we just talking about like a like a basic hand style or like a throwy? Well, no, no, just like or for uh, like a like. Anything, Anything. Okay. yeah, yeah, really, and just just practice off that A, like have that going like five, six times on on, on one piece of paper, and just ma manipulate it to look completely different but still legible. I mean, like that's one way that I was doing it, and it actually didn't turn out well for me just because I, <laughs> I, I, like my hand style is not real good. It's really I never not. got really good. I all I ever gave a shit about was like piecing. Mm -hmm. I just really liked like having like a huge like 10 foot space and just getting like something like big and getting like really detailed with like doing different fills and color techniques and things like that. It, I was always really into that. Yeah. See like that, that, that's, that's what I like more because then it's like you can actually incorporate so much more to it. And, and I actually did that on, on, on a wall out in plum and, and it turned out pr pretty good. I still got to go through and I think I'm going to try buffing it again this year and do a whole piece and actually plan it out. Yeah, it's it's really hard uh, to. I, I don't know. It's been such a long time since I've gone out and done anything. But I feel like if I were to go out, like I'd still have it. I feel like yeah, it's like like a bike. Yeah. It, the thing that happened with me though in art is that I kind of just ran out of things to draw. Like I like the my my ideas just kind of fell off. And if I go back and go through my black books now, like I still have everything in all my sketchbooks and I see the stuff that I drew. Like in high school, I was drawing a lot of like half naked women and oh, weird yeah. monsters and yeah. graffiti. And it's like now out of all of those things, I might still be interested in drawing weird monsters. And, 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 and see, that's cool, man. Like, like uh, that's still fun because monsters are cool. And, and who doesn't like half naked women? Yeah. I, I mean, to be honest, I, I mean, true but like it's just like i don't think that like i would feel the same now like having a sketchbook at 29 full of drawings of half-naked women as i did when i was like 17 something about it then seemed like more like okay now i feel like it'd be like a little weird i don't know i don't like I, for, for me it's it's always like i i i actually come up with the the wildest things like I, I i like a lot of stuff that takes me back to my childhood and like snoopy the muppets dr seuss uh calvin and Hobbes. sure and, and i like to manipulate the, them and like like i literally did uh cat in a hat and i put i threw a yeah gas i mask. saw that yeah, yeah yeah and that came to me when i was sitting on the toilet <laughs> <laughs> to be honest like all of a sudden like I, I was just like thinking of stuff and and i was playing on my phone so like immediately i put that in my notes and i was like cat in a hat with a gas mask and going from there it it, it just turned out to be a, a painting that i sold a lot of and i actually am done with that design now so it's uh it, it I, I didn't want to overplay it sure so this actually kind of segues beautifully into um art as a business which is where i think it's in a, a direction you're going in yeah it's, it's like a, a direction that i stepped away from as i got more into music well, it's still an art form. It's still, uh, yeah, I, yeah, you, yeah, we can, it is an art, it is an art, sure, but I guess like visual arts. Right. Um, so when did you start taking the steps into like, oh, I want to start doing prints and doing these like gallery shows? I, I see that you're doing a lot of stuff. 
It seems like it's becoming more and more frequent over yeah, it, the it's, past year since yeah, I've met you. It's getting uh it, it's getting real busy actually. Uh and I had I I, I did a print or, or a, a charcoal drawing of idea and uh going from there I posted on Instagram and people were like, Hey, can I can I get this? I was like, Well, it's not really for sale. It's like it just like I'm just using Instagram trying to figure that out and at that time and and then I was like, well, let me see if I can start selling something. So I started selling one and then I sold two and then it turned out I was like, I'm going to try a skate deck. And immediately I posted uh, a slug uh, skate deck and someone was like, how much was that? And I was like, I don't even know. Give me 40 bucks. And it, like it, it didn't even cover the cost of materials or so I actually took a hit on it. And, and I was like, so I started trying to figure out my price points and stuff like that. And it's been building off of that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of amazing. Like when someone buys something that, that you put a lot of passion into and, and, and how happy they are having it. Is it, it it's so weird. Cause I, I've sold art before too. Cause I, I had a, um, a ton of canvases and shit that I did and they were just sitting in my basement and it's mm-hmm. like, I wasn't even trying to sell this shit. I was just like, I posted something on Facebook like, hey, if you have a house that needs some art and you're going to put this shit up, just fucking come pick it up. I, I actually, re- it. I, I remember it because you, you actually sent me the files. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I think, I forget which canvas I liked. And I was like, you were like, that's 30 bucks. And I was like, I wanted to cop it, but like my work schedule was like ridiculous. It's still ridiculous. Yeah, you know, there was like a couple things. Like some people were just like, you know, like don't feel bad asking people for like money for your stuff. And it's like I feel so weird. Like I don't want to charge a ton of money, but it's like, well, I guess if I spent, you know, like twenty bucks on the canvas alone, and who knows how much time painting it plus the paint. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, asking can... <laughs> somebody for some money is really not that big of a deal. No, no, it's 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 really. It still not. just feels like weird at times, yeah. though. It, it it does, but then it, it's it's very fulfilling when somebody is like, okay, yeah. I think that part of it comes from kind of like punk rock mentality I had as a kid, where like things should be free and like the graffiti's free. You can just go out and see it. And then like, you know, I'm like 15 and I have my mom giving me 10 bucks every day to get pizza and shit. Like, I don't understand how, yeah, it's, it's I didn't, you know, I wasn't it's wild. working 40 hours a week and then still trying to do creative stuff. Like, yeah, like time me, is money. Wasn't an idea that I understood then. Yeah. Like now it's uh, it, like when, when, when someone is like, how much is that? At times, I feel bad telling them on on how much it is because it's like based off of other paintings that I've sold. Like I kind of feel bad telling them that, and they're like, "Well, can I get a print of that? How much is the print?" And then I'm like, "Well, what size and stuff?" I mean, because like people have to take in consideration supplies and the cost that it it makes you to do it. I mean, yeah, like like you uh, for selling CDs, how much is it, like like you take into consideration how much it takes to press them and and for all the recording and stuff, right? Sure. So like you can't just give them away all the time like because no. I mean it's still it's still like what you want to do and what you love and and part of that is actually paying for it and and that's what people have to r- it's realize. Really hard. Unless you're behind the curtain on this, it's really mm. hard to mm. see that. For like the, the general consumer, they don't mm. get it, you know. Yeah, it's it, like they're like, well, well, you, you, you're on stage. You're you're making a ton of money. That's not always the case, like, because I I've done quite a bit of shows myself, and I haven't sold anything. So the time for me being there for for six hours was kind of like a bust for me. Yeah. And 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 I I imagine that's how it is in the music scene. Like if you go, you do a show, and then if you don't sell any merch or anything, that it kind of hurts. It, 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 it's, it can be bad. It just depends. You know, if, if you're in this realm where, you know, you didn't sell anything because half the people in the crowd have seen you a dozen times and they're already wearing your shit that you still have yeah, for sale. Yeah. Then that's it's like, a, well, thanks for coming back to see me. Yeah. It's, you got, that's then, at that point support. you need to look at yourself and figure like how you need to branch out and it, get, and, get yourself out of that market where you're just continuously sale, selling the same product to the same people. Yeah, and, and and that's and, and that's something that I've been 
branching out on i've been hitting a lot more uh like forums and, and pages on facebook and and just online trying to hit other people that normally wouldn't see my art and stuff like that like i i wouldn't mind that's I'd, that's hard to do yeah it really is like i'd love to sell something to someone like a grandma or something and and i, I feel like to get on like those forums you need like the people online like still intimidate me because they could be such dicks uh, it, and you it, need to have like this like confidence level to just be like eh fuck you this is what i do if you don't like it don't it, fucking buy it yeah, whatever it, man it, everybody's a tough guy and a know-it-all behind the computer it, it, it and and they're always better than you on online it, just it, it, that's something that i've grown to accept and like i i've i've had people message me and be like um you i i hate your art <laughs> It fucking sucks. Really? Yeah, and I'm like, and 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 uh, I got into uh, an argument with someone. It actually was on for Pawn Stars. It was on Chum Lee's page or something like that. Okay. And he misspelled everything like in this post he made. So there was people making fun of him, and like I made a comment, and, and someone commented back to me was like, "Well, I looked at your stuff. Your art is something of a child's," and I was like, "Okay." cool i'm 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 a bite i'm I'm a play with this and i was like well if you can do something better please show me and if i can learn from it that that's even better but thank you for viewing and and the last response i got from him was was just like fuck you yeah i was i was like uh, i was like you know what it's like if you want to put a statement like that out there it's it's kind of bold yeah you should be able to back it up no we had i had uh i did some like uh time lapse painting videos that they're still on my YouTube mm. account where like the one in particular was me and a friend of mine who was writing. He probably still writes, but I haven't talked to him in a while. We uh, just did our friend's bedroom and we were like, fuck it. Let's like set up a couple cameras and let's just tape us doing this. Why not? It yeah, be that's, cool. a, that's a good idea. And uh, so we just did it and it's like, you know, like five hours of footage condensed to five minutes. You just kind of like see it get to see it all come together and it's cool i like shit like that yeah and i've done videos like that in the past with just like sketchbooks and stuff too so i had never had any issues with doing this i put them up the people that i know see them and it's whatever but somehow this video made it onto like some pittsburgh graffiti form i think because of the other kid that was painting yeah like i'm just a guy just that does this shit for fun but people were like posting comments like Oh, you know, I should come beat the fuck out of you and steal your paint and, like, toys. You guys are whack. Like, that it's not even a real wall. It's not graffiti and stuff like that. It's like, well, okay, you know, we... It, it was it, for fun. Yeah, I, and it's like people don't understand that. Yeah, you know? and there's a lot of people that take, I think, all art way serious. I mean, and, graffiti... This is, like, this... I think, like, the thing that fucks me with graffiti and the people that take it seriously... Is like people who will take like a fine art seriously, for example, they're kind of like well-educated, smart people, and they might be able to like give you some like sort of like solid reason why this painting is, you know, magnificent. Yeah. But in the graffiti world, you just have a lot of like ignorant people, opinionated motherfuckers that are opinionated, and half the time they're entirely too old to be arguing with you about this. Yeah, I, I, and. I totally agree with you on that because it's like, like so many people want to say what's wrong with it, but they don't want to say how, how you can do better at it or exactly what's wrong with it. They'll just be like, your, your lines are fucked up or you use the wrong colors or, yeah. or, or whatever. And it's like, well, the whole thing's a couple different lines, which lines are fucked up. It's, it, I, I think when, when people have the balls to say that it sucks, tell me why, like, I'd say give a, a value, add value to it on why it's wrong. But other than that, I, I, I laugh at all that shit. But I mean, I think like that's, but without, without that ego element, the graffiti thing would, wouldn't have ever happened. No, there would yeah, be no graffiti without uh, ego. It, uh, so it's a double edged sword. It, it, uh, you're absolutely right on that. <laughs> I mean, I uh, look at cope. I don't, I don't know if you follow him. He, uh, he goes everywhere. I mean, he throws up everywhere, and it's just by putting his name up. And he's he's amazing at it. So, I mean, that's somebody I would value their opinion on uh, is Cope, Scene. Um, well, well, the first writer, what was it, Toki? 
87 or uh, 187. I'm trying to think of his. Sure. I, I honestly don't know. I, I, don't know I, I think it was Toki something, and, and it actually wasn't like a hand style. It was just him with a marker writing his name going everywhere he could. And, and, I, and it's like it's gone from just writing your name to like this whole new artwork scene and i think that's badass in, in, some, in some in some aspects yes mm-hmm. and then there's some people that are traditionalists yeah see and I... like they'll like because that was the other thing too going back to those youtube mm-hmm. comments i was mm-hmm. just trying to explain like you know i don't do this to mm-hmm. get up i'm just it's about the art and then like some like the guy that responded back like, graffiti is not art that's basically wow. what he said see not, not nowadays uh, graffiti isn't considered fine art as, as it should. I mean, there's a lot of techniques that go into it and a lot of artists have some really raw talent and like to do something with a couple spray cans and uh, some fats, thins and fills, like you can make a beautiful piece. Sure. I, mean, I, I think it's just the, the aesthetic of it that turns a lot of people off and the stigma mm-hmm. Uh, that graffiti holds as being like wrong. Well, in in, in some sense, it is. I mean, it's uh, defacing property. So if you get caught doing it, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you're you're in the fucking wrong. But, but at you... the same time, a lot of I think that like if you give it some time, people will eventually recognize it. Because like the graffiti movement is still pretty new in the terms it's... of like art as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, we're talking about a thing that's maybe forty years old. Yeah, at and, most. And at most i you mean know, it's there's I mean, so many writers out there too and, and and to say that it's not fine art or it's not art i i, I think that's from a lot of close-minded people that can't see the what what it takes to actually do a i'm, I'm gonna say like a wall like a whole piece and 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 like doing a mural is ridiculous sure but again to those people the process of how what we would need to go through as artists they don't give a shit it's not the process it's the final product yeah and what it means that's why like you could go into a museum and see a fucking canvas that has one small orange square on it and that's it so the process was nothing no but the final result might cause somebody to think more about it yeah than a mural that somebody spent two months on yeah, well, because they might look at this mural and they could take it all in, like, oh, there's some names and a couple like figures, and I get it. But then yeah. somebody might look at that orange dot for fucking two hours and be like, "What is this?" Yeah, yeah, they'll start analyzing their life, start thinking yeah. about all kinds of shit. And I think that's why stuff like that exists because there's a certain people that can look at that and dig deeper beyond what the final product is and pull a meaning out of it. It's really hard to pull like that type of a meaning out of graffiti. Yeah, well, on, on, on some sensitive for, for somebody that isn't really involved in graffiti. I think I'm talking like, uh, as far as like, like bombs, tags, piecing. If we want to get into like Banksy type stuff or like that other, like alternative street art stuff, yeah, it, you know, then that's kind of a different level. Yeah. I, 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 I see what you mean there because like, it's, it's hard to take what, what someone's tag name is and, or, or, or like a throwy and, and be like, well, it just looks like scribbles to some people yeah. where, where in, in actuality it's it, like their tag name could be, uh, their best friend's nickname because they died at a young age or something like that. And it's it's also like a, a homage to them getting their name up all over the city. Sure, sure. It's uh, But that's like, again, that's something still that's not, not selfish in a bad way, mm-hmm. but it's very selfish and very uh, niche. Like not a lot of people are going to know about that. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. if, if you're fine with that, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But then like there's that, that ego thing that so many graffiti writers want everybody to know who they are, uh, everybody they, to care about what they are, whether they do graffiti or not. And it's really hard to break that mold. Oh, yeah, absolutely. To get people that don't give a shit about graffiti to care who you are. I feel like <laughs> one of the only people in Pittsburgh that ever do that was Mook when yeah. he did the 10th Street Bridge shit. His name was everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. And it, it like... I, I kind of respect that in a way where he just went out and threw his name up everywhere. 
and and now uh, I, I see Thor going around too. Sure. I, I see that going around. Uh, what's the other one? Gypsy, I think, is going around. I think I have seen that. Yeah, I say again, dude. I haven't. Mm-hmm. I haven't touched a marker to a wall <laughs> in well over ten years. Yeah, like. But I still like growing up with it. I still look. You know, yeah. if I'm out and about, I'm in the city every day. So but, if I see a new name come up, but I, I I pick up on it. Yeah. And I know some people that still write and stuff, but I don't like go out with them or anything. It, but you know. And I'd I'd love to go out more, but it, it, I I know for a fact that if I get caught, my wife has already told me, uh, "Don't don't call me. You better just call your mother," like like to bail me out. So yeah, <laughs> see it, again, it's like as you get older, and you understand like, I don't know. I guess maybe some people get older and they don't have things in their life like a wife or a a day job. Do you have a day job? Yeah, yeah. Do you have actually. kids? Not yet. Not yet. But I mean, Not like, yet. there's... Uh... There's there's priorities, and, and, and that's what uh, some people got to really th- think about. And, like, about Banksy. I, I, I don't think a lot, in my honest opinion, I think he gets permission to go in and, and do a lot of the well, stuff Well, I he think does. Banksy is, like, a, a group of people. I don't think it's just one person. That, that That's a good concept. That's a good concept. I, I'm, I don't think it's like a huge group of people, but I definitely think it's a small collective of people that do work close with some people and are able to pull some strings to make some things happen. Yeah, because it's it, definitely not just one unknown person. There's way too much of a marketing thing behind it. With like the books that you can buy in Urban Outfitters and the fucking movie screenings and the art galleries. It's it's hard for one person to do that and. Where was he in, I, I guess, what was it, Iraq or, or something where he actually got up on, on a wall there? It, oh, yeah, it, yeah. It, that, that's just getting permission. It, I mean, it really is. Because I don't think you're going to be able to go to a country like that that's that has the militant behind it. And, I mean, they in some countries, they don't even want their women to be, like, their faces shown. Yeah. So why are they going to let some... Some dude from uh, Bristol spray paint uh, some girl holding a balloon on there. Yeah, you, yeah you, sure. You, I don't so. know. I mean, there's also there's uh, the theory that Banksy was a woman. I don't know if you've read about that. No, no, that's 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 a new one. I haven't. Um, heard. It was pretty cool. A pretty cool read that um, because it's like if somebody's gonna be doing this for so long, it's like they need to like fly under the radar and be. Mm. You, you, it, you yeah. would never expect it. No, no, no. But I mean, I, 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 I don't. I mean, I think it's probably a collective, maybe like between five and ten people, I, men I, and I women. See, I could see that because I mean, they all work because it. Even like the the diversity of the work, for all of that to come from one person would. I mean, it'd be awesome. But it's yeah. just like there's so many different styles and mediums of things that happen. Yeah. It needs to be like a small group of people. Like, it, I got this idea. Yeah. So and then, and then they start building off it and building it bigger. They're building a brand. Yeah. That's. that's but it, um, going back to the permission thing, I've also heard that Shepard Ferry nowadays gets permission to do a lot of the stuff. That he oh, does. oh, he absolutely does. I mean, I, I I think with his most recent stuff that he's been doing, I mean, look at the walls that he's doing. I mean, he has uh, lifts that are taking him up and and stuff like that, and spray painting the wall and and. And putting down his is um, I don't know if they'd be wheat paste now, but he's putting it, it. They're they're bigger than your house than my house. Oh yeah, it, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know what did you see any of the stuff that he had up in Southside when it was still around? No, I haven't. I but I did see the one that is right across from the Warhol uh, Museum. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's up on uh, it's up on the like if you're walking towards the the Warhol, it's on the left hand side. Uh, the, on the same one as the um, the garage. Okay. It's, it's one of the Andre the Giant pieces. Up yeah. There. I, like that. That's the only one I've seen, and I've seen a, a few of his uh, his stickers around. Yeah, and, there was a a few bigger pieces down on East Carson Street, but I think that they've since been like removed and painted over. They were there for a couple years, but the, I think that a lot of the bigger ones have been that, taken that, down now. That's a good run for a mural. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I mean, it is. It's hard to uh, the. For some some idiot not to come over and just just tag the shit out of it. I mean, I, I I mean they definitely had like you could see like they had sections where people tried to rip them off, and then like there was tags on top of them. But I mean like a couple of them were like 
pretty tall, so like yeah, it's definitely it wasn't completely. Yeah, so obviously you've seen exit through the gift shop. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And to me, I I think that's all 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 permission, and 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 that's what we've seen is is that everyone that was doing their their art on the wall, the graffiti, especially Banksy and and Shepard, and then uh, Mr. Brainwash. I I, I think they were naturally got permission to do that and and they portrayed it as as they weren't i don't think that okay like going back to the permission thing as well with banksy i don't think everything that he does is permission based but i'm sure that or that they do however you yeah, want to put it yeah um but i think that there probably is some leeway because of their shenanigans to be like hey like we're coming in can we do this thing and then maybe every once in a while they throw a curveball and do something that nobody knows about depending well, i think it probably just depends on like how much trouble they could really get in yeah see like the certain thing like I, I actually watched the documentary uh on on youtube uh about uh king robo and and banksy and in that documentary uh they, they say that if it's a banksy piece for it's it, they interviewed like the like graffiti removers and stuff and they said if it's a banksy they they're told to leave uh let let it stay but everyone else has to go yeah like it, so it's definitely a branding because i mean that's gonna bring in money for tourists and stuff just to go see his piece oh sure so like it, it's definitely it, it's it's sad that one person's accepted but another great person isn't i was really bummed i uh Reading, uh, when I was reading those Banksy, the Banksy might be a woman article, yeah. there was like related articles. And I guess there was another article like Banksy in New York City. And it was a mm -hmm. post from like a year or two ago. And I looked at it and I guess apparently Banksy was in New York a couple years ago or sometime. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was right around the same time that I was actually up there for is, something. Is that when, when he was selling the canvases? Uh, no, but... Mm -hmm. Basically, there was just, like, all this art that was popping up, and, like, people were keeping track of everything that he was doing, and, like, I was up there, I could have, like, went and seen, like, seen something with, in my own eyes, and some of that stuff might still be there. Oh, uh, I guarantee you a lot of it's still there, I mean, because I, I, they preserve that, and, and that's something that's, that's real cool, that he's at that status, or they're at that status, or she's at that status. Sure. But it's... It, I'd like to see it in person, but I, I think it, if you're going to let one one stay, you should let it all stay. As long as it's quality and, and stuff like that. I mean, like, as long as it's not, like, degrading to uh, to people and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, are you familiar with the Toynbee tiles? Not at all. Um, there is this guy. This There's a documentary on this guy. I'll need to remember the name of it and tell you about it. But he just d does this, like, really weird tile art with like these uh specific phrases and sentences and there was one like there's a couple that are downtown um and i remember this one in particular because i would see it all the time when i was younger and i would just walk past it and i never understood what it was and then i ended up coming across this documentary and i was like holy shit Wait, this what, is a thing what's it called uh well the guy's Sorry. name his name was toynbee like t-o-y-n-b-e-e is, is this when it's on the ground? It's on the ground. You, you know what? Uh, uh, Dibs was telling me about this, and and he he was telling me he wants me to get into that because like like you just as soon as a couple cars run it over, yeah, it's imprinted in it, and, yeah, and it sticks to the ground like forever. Well, th there's a documentary on that guy, and uh, he was doing stuff like all over the states, and it's really cool to like see it evolve and like. The guy that does this documentary just tries to like track down the idea of how everything's done. I, like the way they break. I don't even want to break it down yeah. for you because I feel like if I tell you to watch it, you'll probably check it out. It's oh, really. I, I get, you know what? I've actually forgot about this. I I just had this conversation about two and a half months ago, or back in August. Yeah, it's and, and it's it's something that I wanted to do and I forgot it's about. It's really it. unique and different and just really really cool. If you're into just like the alternative street art thing it's totally worth watching it's uh, so neat yeah I'm, I'm definitely gonna do that it's it, super super neat yeah because i like i i watch a lot of youtube um i watch a lot of uh i i, I still like watching uh how-to videos and, okay and uh the one like art for art 
Yeah, yeah, for, for graffiti. I mean, like, because it, it spins off into known, like, what caps to use and, and stuff like that. Uh, the, the the one artist that does it great is Pays164. He he does these little how-to videos in a matter of a minute and a half to three minutes. He'll tell you how to uh, do a throw-up from A to Z. And then in that same time, from A to Z... He do, he'll do a wild style, a blockbuster, like all in the same same thing, and it's it's pretty cool watching him do it because he's actually doing it in front of you. So I mean, yeah, like like that's uh, I dig that. I'm I'm always looking to uh, to learn and branch off. One hundred percent. So like I'll definitely watch that video just so yeah. I can... It's it's just it's different. Like it's really cool because I think that again that's uh, that I think the guy that was doing this stuff didn't have the intention of doing graffiti. He was trying to spread some sort of a message it didn't have any sort of uh expectations that he was trying to emulate or something like that so he ended up making something 100 percent original original that's sick i yeah you're gonna have to i i i I actually came across a couple toynbee tiles in new york city too and i always get so excited and everybody's like what the fuck are you doing My dude sees them all the time in Ohio, uh, in, in Cleveland, Columbus, and Cincinnati. He sees yeah. them. So, yeah. I I forgot all about I'm so glad you brought that up just because, it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was bugged to, to give it a shot. Okay. Um, so, now, going back to the business thing, there was a question that I wanted to ask you. But we kind of got off into a good little rant. Yeah, so, yeah. I was like, well, I'll just save it. But this goes into selling art and selling prints. Um. I don't know how you particularly sell prints. Do you actually get like prints digitally done or do you consider like a spray of a stencil, a print? No. Uh, if w- the way I do it is um, I try to take the best picture of the painting after it's all complete. And then with that picture, I, I give that to uh, the, uh, the person that does my printing and I'm like, make this, I, I put in the Photoshop and I size it up and I, I render oh, sure. it better. Oh, sure. They just have them and then they run them out like through yeah. a digital printer or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I do it that way. If, if somebody wants, say, the stencil as a print itself, which would be on cardstock paper, let that dry, and I layer each one, I call that an artist proof. And, okay. And that is, uh, there's one for each one that I've done. Well, there used to be. I threw them all out. But, um that's me seeing that my stencil's clean and that it's gonna uh, there's no gaps in between each layer and and it it, it all just looks unified out like yeah like, sure like a regular photo so like that i call is, is my artist proof and, okay and everything and i have a couple of those whoops that's, uh, that's I, okay. <laughs> I, I have a couple of those getting ready to go to australia oh wow yeah, I got a huge piece that uh, I was commissioned to do. It's uh, it's seventy two inches uh, in width and twenty eight inches in height. Jesus. Yeah, it's it's a big fucking piece, and it's it, I've been working on it for about maybe a month and a half now, and I it, I'm not gonna get it out there until after the new year. It's uh, it got five different portraits on it, and uh, the background's gonna be really really crazy. That's awesome. I guess. What I wanted to ask you, though, was, like, how do you feel? Because, like, I go to a lot of nerd conventions and things like that. And there's always artists there and artists selling prints. And the markups on these prints sometimes, like, annoys me. It's, like, I'm, like, losing my thought. Like, there's no way to, like, really say it. I'm not trying to be, like, angry or loud. No, no, get angry. But I feel like some people, it's, like... You want to go, okay, we'll go back to me feeling weird about charging people mm. for my art. And I've gotten over that now, mm. but now I think it's kind of like a dick move to expect somebody to sell, pay so much money for a print. It's, it's like this, this line between, it's like, okay, you got to cover your costs. Sure. And getting prints, it's not that expensive. It depends then, on the printer too, and and what type of print you get. Yeah, like if you get screen print. Uh, oh yeah, sure. Then then that's going to be a lot more. I'm it, just talking like, like getting like a like you took a photo of one of your paintings, you get it all set uh-huh. up, and you have a guy just print out like a hundred copies of it for you. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like how but, much are those costing you each? 
I, I, you know, maybe like a couple bucks each, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So like, and then you're gonna turn around and try to sell somebody a print for sixty dollars. That's kind of ridiculous. Like everything was cool about it, but it's like I feel like I would have gladly paid forty bucks for it. Oh, I see. I I would have talked them down. I would have tried it because. Well, that's I don't I don't like doing that. Oh, uh, I say I I'll, I'll negotiate and and I'll I'll battle with someone. Like I'll that. negotiate like with somebody for like a record or something, but if it's like something they created. I feel like asking for a price break on it is like, I don't know. Cause I hate when people do that to me. So it's like, I'll have my album for sale. You know, it's like 10 bucks. And it's like, oh man, like, you know, do you think like you can do this? And it's like, if I feel like it's like, if you only have like five bucks in your wallet and you really want this, sure. Fucking take the record. Yeah. I, I, but I, it's I, like, I wasn't in that situation where it's like, I, had sixty dollars. I just felt like this guy was like charging too much for these prints. But who who am I to say? Yeah, see that, that that's I I didn't really see hard. Anybody buying stuff off of him? But I guarantee you, if it would have been a little bit cheaper, he still would have been making a profit and getting his product out there into people's houses. So it's like, I guess it becomes a. I think the thing that makes me the most mad about it is what is important to you getting your stuff out there into the people's money. homes or just trying to make money see i i think a lot of people look at it for the money and for myself starting i i i feel i'm i'm starting out i i there's so much more that i want to learn and do and and it all takes time and the for myself as an artist, I, I, I just want my art in someone's house. And it, it, I, I think it'd be a great conversation piece. Be like, hang, hang that up, enjoy it. Yeah. But you got to get to that level to charge that. And, and like, I don't even think I'm at that level to charge 60 bucks for a, a small print and, and, and stuff like so that. He, so, it, was he a well-known artist? Or? No, he's just a local guy. And this is the other thing too, is like, I have like downstairs, I have a ton of like, fucking 24 by 36 screen printed like multiple multiple color limited edition hand numbered posters and those were like 60 70 bucks and and, and to me that that's understandable so I, it's like paying 60 bucks for the digital print of something that's just like yeah see i i think it, it like it all depends on size it, it all depends on the artist the quality of the print but in in it's it's hard to say. So that's like, the thing is like I I do buy a lot of prints and posters. Yeah. So it's like I know how much. I don't know exactly how much goes into paying like the cost for manufacturing them, but I have enough of a collection. That I know what I've paid for these things in the past. Yeah. From like established people. Yeah. See, and it, it makes it, me upset to like. Because I, I legitimately did want the piece, but at the same but, time, it's like, I don't want to support you if you're going to be, like, kind of yeah, a dick about and, it. And, and that's when I would have went and been like, hey, man, I'll give you 40 for this. And, and, and like, I, I would have easily been like, are you about the money or about the art? And Because I actually pulled that. Uh, uh, my wife and I went to, to go buy. For some reason, we just started looking at a puppy. And we went to the mall, which, which was the wrong place to go to begin with. And okay. we, we fell in love with, with this... Uh, it was a, a, a full-blooded uh, uh, English bulldog. Okay. A little girl. She, she was adorable. Sure. She was like six weeks old. And they wanted, I think it was 3500 for it. Wow, that's a lot of money. For a dog. Yeah. And so I said to him, I was like, listen, I will give you, I'll give you 1200 cash right now. He's like, I can't do that. I was like, yeah, you can. I was like, I, I just want to know, are you about getting these dogs good homes? Or are you about the money? I was like, it, I was like. You got to think of it on that level and he wouldn't do it. So as an artist, I, like me personally, I will like talk down prices, but th there is a point where you got to say no at a price just because like the, the time that it took to create it, uh, the, on, on the original piece, like you want to get back what you put into it. Yeah. And, and like the most that I've charged for any of the prints that I've had now was $25 and, and that was an eight by 10, but I also collabed on it with another artist that was more established than me. And, uh, it was something that him and I did. So, uh, it's us more just like splitting the money. So like we both got that and, and they were actually really decent prints and, and, and good quality. Yeah. But it's, it's, I, I think you got to go back to it is 
as as a visual artist you just want your a piece of your art in everyone's home one way or another sure and uh at the at the pittsburgh hip-hop festival this year i was actually hidden hidden the crowd uh before uh talib kwali uh before that before he hit hit stage and stuff i was just giving out prints and a lot of those were ones that i was charging uh from 10 to 25 dollars i was just handing them out just so i could have someone there just owning my artwork now. Yeah, and and I I, I think that that goes into it because, it, it, like, if I, if I'm willing to give it away too, like you got to figure I just want that in your house. One hundred percent. Yeah, there's a, a, I think overcharging is horrible. How do you go about um, marketing your stuff locally? Uh, do you do like the business card thing? Do you rely a lot on social media? Both actually. Um, I, w w what I do is uh, I'm, I'm involved with the raw community, uh, uh, the raw artist. Uh, when, when they approached me about, about joining them, I was like, I'll give it a shot. And from there, uh, that was last February, I think. Sure. Uh, and from there, I just like, I was like, okay, well, I got to get business cards. So I, I designed some business cards, got them printed, and I just started handing them out. And so, like, I relied on that and social media because, like, it, it hits so many more people and, and, and the wildest people that you wouldn't think would like your art actually do. And it, it, it's, it's like, it, it's, it's kind of a, amazing that I've shipped more paintings to California and Beverly Hills than I have sold probably locally. Okay. And, like, to me, it's, and, and the way that they found me was from... Uh, different websites uh, that that I've posted on on a few different forums and through the uh, the Facebook form like r random groups and stuff like that. So like I I depend a lot on social. So media. you just do a lot of that, just like just posting links to your artwork, like hey I have some stuff, check it out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and I mean that's really what I do. Like I I'm on Instagram. I I don't I really don't fuck with Twitter too much. But I don't either. It, like. I have more to say than 144 characters. There's so, so many politicians on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. There's. <laughs> I, I enjoy Facebook and Instagram the most, and uh, also like I. Uh, another way that I've gotten involved is through the uh, the One Hood Media. I don't know if you've heard no. heard of them. Uh, it's um it's run by uh, Paradise Gray and Jasiri X. Uh, they do a lot. A lot of good for the uh, the black youth in Pittsburgh. Uh, they they teach them a lot about um, hip hop, different culture, and stuff like that. And and I actually got involved with them. I met, uh, I hooked up with Paradise, uh, going to meet KRS One, and he seen like a, a painting that I was going to do and, and give the KRS. And and from there we just built a, a friendship. They asked me to be a part of the hip hop uh, uh, festival, and I did that. And going from there, it's 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 actually branched me out even more. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's really amazing on on the uh, on, on the people that that own my artwork now. It's it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I think that it seems like you're just like kind of being positive, taking advantage of any opportunity that comes oh, your way. Yeah, yeah and if anybody's like, eh, fuck you, you're just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, that's because, that's, like, that's really what it is. It's like you're doing stuff that they're probably not doing. So yeah, and, and who cares? Yeah, that's like that. That's my whole thing. Like, I really don't give a fuck if if I fail, I fail. If not, I'll just keep going with it. And uh, what's his name? Mers. Have you listened to Mers? No, no. I know. Uh, I know who he is. But... Yeah, yeah. I I did a painting of him and and I got it to him and and I, I got the picture like and and I was told he loved it. Uh, brother Ali loved it so like it, it's it, it, connecting with people it, it's it's actually brought a lot of really good friendships uh like now uh uh Adam Cost I don't know if you know who he is he's a, a graffiti legend he, he's done a lot of wheat paste if you get a chance please google him he he uh, some of his shit that he that he's posted it's always like Cost was here or okay. Cost knows what's good uh he's actually hit me up and we've exchanged artwork 
uh, now I got Mr. Dibbs as a personal friend of mine and, and we just converse all the time and it's not, it's not even about art. It's, it's about everyday it's shit. Other bullshit. Yeah. 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 Like, like, like he, he, he's always telling me stories about him being on the road with atmosphere and shit like that, which is, yeah. is really wild. And like, like it, it turns out that him and I are kind of like the same person We're uh, we're pretty much assholes and and, <laughs> and 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 just like like a fun douchebag together like yeah. it, it, it's cool so like I, but i try to get my art anywhere i can really like there's a lot of coffee houses um i actually have a guy chris he's always pushing me to get somewhere else and and he in a sense he, he's managing me and he gets me into all kind of places and and he gets his cut and everything like that and he does an amazing job at it he he believes in, in in my art so much that he's willing to to step up and and get me viewed by so many people that's really awesome yeah it, it's it's kind of weird i'm hoping this takes off because i'm building a studio right now oh yeah yeah what, what what's up with that like in your house or yeah yeah it's it's uh i looked into uh actually renting somewhere out but if i'm gonna pay 300 and some dollars a month or just on you space that i'm literally gonna fuck up like like, <laughs> like like i'm gonna fuck it up like yeah that, that's what like paint's gonna go everywhere i'm i'm not the most neat person while, while i'm working i'm not so that's gonna be useless money might as well just build a studio at, at my house convert the garage into a studio and if I fuck it up, I just, it's, 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 it's yours. mine. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be paying. A it's yours to fuck up. Yeah. And no, I'm pretty pumped about that. That's awesome. Mm. Well, I think we could probably wrap up. I think we've, we've done pretty good. Yeah. I, is, is it cool if I give a, a little thing? Uh, yeah, do, do what you got to do. Do you just want me to say it here now or. Yeah, you can say it here and then I'll type it up. All right. Uh, it's rawartist.org slash dirty art. And then uh, everything's on my dirty art page for Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, cool. I'll I'll put links to all of that shit yeah. underneath in the little description, and I'll tell people to check it out. Check Sweet. it out. <laughs> I, I dig it. <laughs> well, dig hey, it. man, thanks for coming over. Hey, thanks for having me. It was so, a good time. Yeah, this was awesome. And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for sticking around. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Hope you learned something. I don't know. Bob's a good guy. I like talking to him. He's got a good head on them shoulders and you know hey i really hope you enjoyed the conversation so be sure to tune in again next week have another conversation lined up and yeah it's gonna be cool it's gonna be great i promise i am sykes start the beat 2014 whoop woo thanks for listening